Hi, and welcome back to the China Business Minute, our weekly catch-up with our China offices. I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this week we are catching up with Shanghai. Owen Hockey is the principal representative for USCBC in Shanghai. Owen, thanks for taking some time. Hey, Ian. Hello from Shanghai. All right. So, two primary topics on the docket today. First,、uh, want to get the latest on sort of U.S.-China interactions, and then secondly, want to get a quick update on local government、uh, carryings on in China. So, maybe you can get us up to date. What's the latest on sort of U.S.-China talks, interactions, phone calls, that kind of thing? There have been some phone calls between the U.S. and China over the past weeks, but the most important update is that the U.S. decided to delay the imposition of the additional 10% tariff for some of the $300 billion list,、uh, moving back the deadline from September 1 until December 15th. Tariffs on approximately $160 billion worth of items focused on consumer products、uh, will not be implemented until December 15th. Uh, reports indicate this was a decision in response to retailer concerns about the impact before the holiday season. Tariffs will still go into effect on 110 billion dollars of the original 300 billion dollar list on September 1, though.、Uh, U.S. Trade Representative also clarified in a notice that the tariffs will be applied when products are entered for consumption or withdrawn from warehouse for consumption on those specified dates. China, in response, indicated they will retaliate if the U.S. moves forward with tariffs on September 1,、uh, but did not provide specific details. It's something that's on the mind of many companies out here: is, is how they may retaliate.、Uh, phone calls both、uh, between the U.S. and China are expected to continue, but we re- remain unsure if there will be a meeting between the U.S. and China in the next month.、Uh, no timeline's been set for further negotiations yet. Uh, President Trump also indicated over the weekend that he's not ready to make a deal yet. So the U.S. tariffs have been delayed. We have some more details about what those tariffs will include. Can you share some of those? The U.S. Trade Representative's office highlighted that items that are delayed include cell phones, laptops, video game consoles, toys, computer monitors, certain footwear and clothing. However, many of the items on the list that will go into effect on September 1 are also consumer technology products. A small portion of tariff items were removed in this iteration of the tariff list. Some 25 tariff lines, I believe,、uh, covering items from car seats, shipping containers, loading cranes, and among other、uh, specific products.、Uh, this is a relatively small amount considering the length of the list overall.、Uh, what does all this mean?、Uh, the delays—it's—it's it's merely a delay in implementation of the tariffs going into effect, and companies are still taking a, a risk.、Uh, Averse kind of approach,、uh, worst case scenario approach.、Uh, should they go into effect,、uh, but it offers some breathing room for both the U.S. and China to continue discussions before the December 15th tariffs do take effect. And how about China's tariffs on U.S. products? If you look back at China's retaliation to U.S. tariffs, they've imposed tariffs in a first batch of $50 billion of U.S. imports to China, and a second batch of, of $60 billion. Um, both lists of tariffs are already in effect.、Um, after these tariffs did go into effect in, in May this year, China's Ministry of Finance put together a timeline for a process to apply for exemptions to these tariffs.、Uh, the exemption opportunity for the first batch, the $50 billion list, ended in July,、uh, but the exemption process for the $60 billion list, which many of our member companies have noted has more significant impact on their business in China,、uh, will begin on September 2nd and run through October 18th. A number of U.S. companies are interested in applying for the exemption, 
Uh, but in recent conversations with companies, they flagged concerns given the amount of financial and, and tax-related data that would need to be provided in the application process. Uh, the list of required documents to apply for the exemption is, is public on the Ministry of Finance website. Uh, and we do have a translation of the requirements if, if applying for that exemption is of interest. Okay, so switching gears, uh, what's happening at the local government level in China? Over the past weeks, there are a couple of things uh, notable that have been of interest to our members out here. First is on company headquarter policies here in Shanghai. Uh, we track company headquarter incentive policies fairly closely, particularly in Shanghai, where many U.S. companies have their China or Asia-Pacific headquarters established. Shanghai released a new company headquarter policy that will go into effect on September 1 this year. Uh, most significant here is that it lowers the total capital requirement to qualify as a regional headquarter. Uh, that can that can open the door to a number of incentives uh, for companies operating out here. Uh, it also has language on improving cross-border flow of capital, uh, customs processes, among other things. Uh, but many of those are regulated at the central level, and it will take time to see if these get uh, implemented in Shanghai or not. Other thing that we've heard are openings and services. Uh, some of our member companies may have seen that Shanghai and Beijing municipal governments have released different announcements over the past weeks about openings in the services space. Uh, most of these uh, openings or these announcements are related to um, openings from changes in China's negative list this year or those already announced by Beijing municipal government in February this year. Uh, but there are some areas such as in scientific research and, and treatment that uh, may be possible new openings. In short, it shows there is local support for further openings and services, and, and it could present opportunities for companies that are in those uh, relevant industries. Uh, but we'll need to keep an eye on it, and we will, uh, to see if they're, they're implemented. All right. Concise as always. Owen Hockey, thank you very much for taking some time. Thanks, Ian. Talk to you next time. China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and you can learn more about our work on our website, uschina.org. If you do like the show, please leave us a rating and review. It helps others find it. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week.